0: Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode with Canine Performance, where it is our mission to help you live a better life with your dog. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and today's podcast episode is rewarding more so you can correct less. What does this mean? So, um, you know, frequently whenever I have phone consultations uh, with individuals who are interested in private training, in a board and train, um, virtual training lessons, whatever it may be, a lot of the time we focus on the things that the dogs are doing poorly. So they're barking at people, maybe they're jumping at people, they're pulling on the leash, they can't calm down in the house, they have a lot of anxiety, um, they can't calm down in their crate, whatever it may be. And those are the problems that people are hoping to resolve. And uh, and people will say, oh, he, do, he does these bad things and he does these good things. And I was having a phone call yesterday uh, with a very, very nice lady who's interested in a board and train And one of the things that I said, she was like, oh, wow, I have never thought about that. That is so interesting. And so I thought that I would create a post and then also share this as a podcast episode. So um, a lot of the times our dogs will make good choices and sometimes they'll make bad choices. But what defines those choices as being good or bad? Because to the dog... Everything that the dog does is good because he's doing exactly what he wants to be doing. So it's really important for us as their humans, guardians, coaches, pack leaders, whatever it is that you want to call ourselves in relation to our dogs, that we're developing a very clear picture of what it is that we want. And it's really hard to get your dog to have the Responses and have proper behaviors that you want if you don't add enough clarity. And we get really focused on all the things that they do bad, quote unquote. But we don't have a lot of focus on the things that they do good. And it really needs to be that really good balance. And, you know, I, whenever I have a board and train, I'm always constantly looking for those moments that the dog is choosing to do something. So that way I can go in and positively reinforce that. Because by definition, reinforcement is for the behavior, it will be more likely to occur again in the future. So for example, if I'm giving the dog freedom and they're not holding a climb or a place command or they're not in their crate, that if they choose to lay down and settle, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna reward that and I'm going to let them know, what you just did right here, this was exactly what I wanted. Adds clarity, I didn't tell them to lay down, I didn't tell them to settle down, I didn't tell them to do any of those things, they chose to do that I want them to know, I saw that you did that and I like that you did that, so I'm going to reinforce that behavior. Um, And it's really important that we do the same thing with bad behaviors, but if we're more preemptive with rewarding those good ones, the dog is going to have clarity of which behaviors he should be choosing. If every time that you go in and you reward for settling down and not pacing around the house, if... um, your dog isn't super fond of the crate and then one day goes into the crate and lays down by themselves and you go in and you reinforce that. If um, you know someone walks by with their dog and usually your dog would be triggered and start barking at them, but one day doesn't and you go in re- and reward for that, someone comes over and your dog doesn't jump and you reward for that, there's going to be a pattern that's going to develop that your dog is going to know, oh, okay, these are clearly the things that you want from me. But the good things are usually overlooked. We almost kind of take them for granted. And so uh, going in whenever your dog is actively choosing to do good behaviors is, in my opinion, what you should be doing most of the time. Correcting your dog um, shouldn't have to be this full-time thing that you're doing. You're constantly on the lookout for quote-unquote bad behavior. Um it should be the other way around of that you're looking for good behavior so that way you can go in and reinforce. And reinforcement isn't always going to be that you need to have treats on you all the time. Reinforcement can be your attention and telling them, you know, oh, good job like I saw that you did that. Um giving them affection. That's the one thing that we can always provide to our dogs is affection and just letting them know clearly I like what you did. Like, I saw that. Thank you very much for doing that. And then paying them paying them in a way that makes sense to them. Um, and those different things start to stack up. And to kind of take that just even a little bit further of if you want more behaviors to occur, um, start capturing more of those. So for example, one of the first things that I ever teach my board and trains is that eye contact is what releases you to be able to go outside. So we practice threshold manners, door manners. Those are really important for impulse control. And also for safety as well, um, primarily for safety for me that I never want an open door to mean that you can just go outside of it. Um, and I make it permission based, not by just sitting and waiting for me to tell them. It's that I need them to acknowledge me, give me eye contact first before we start out on our walk. I want them to be engaged with me and what I'm doing. So I'll have them in a sit and I'll open the door and. I just wait for them to make a decision. And as soon as they give me eye contact, then I mark that behavior. I give them a reward if I have food or maybe, you know, it's some affection. And then their ultimate reward, which is heading on outside. And it's something that I never teach my board and trains to give me that eye contact. It's something that I just capture each and every time. And so that way they get into the habit and the routine of choosing that behavior more and more often in the future. So I think that a lot of these behaviors can be captured or shaped, um, created, whatever it is you want to call it early on in the dog's life. Um, So that way you have less behaviors to try and mitigate or overcome as the dog gets older. Um, And I think that if we did that and paid attention to our dogs more, um, I think that they would also give us a little bit more of engagement. And that's one of the reasons why training uh, is such a beneficial thing, because it develops that relationship. It's an intentional time that you are... Paying attention to your dog, and they are paying attention to you. But if you start putting in a little bit more effort into rewarding your dog, they're going to be giving more effort into you as well. Um, so, just one of the things to kind of think about if you are at home and you are struggling with some behaviors, maybe focus. I mean, still focus on um, you know correcting those behaviors and building better habits, but also perhaps paying more attention to the moments in time that your dog chooses good things. So if you're at home right now and, and you are listening to this, um, you know, later on when you're sitting on your couch and your dog is walking around, notice the different times that your dog chooses to do good behavior. Do they Come over to the couch and, you know, calmly lay down instead of pacing around or getting into something. Awesome. If the answer is yes, then go in and reinforce them. Tell them, mark that behavior with good or yes, whatever it may be that you're using for your marker system and go in and give them some affection. Heck, keep some treats on you in a plastic bag. You just keep in your pocket um, so that way you can go in and let them know of like, hey, like you did that behavior. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Um, so that way it can add clarity into your dog's life of the different choices that they should be making Um, and I think that that's a really powerful tool because I don't want to always have to feel like I'm on top of my dogs of just being like hey don't do that 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 that just seems to get a lot and I don't think that anyone has fun in in that sort of environment of just constantly saying you can never do these things and constantly getting a correction why not also see the good sides and reward them for those different things so that's just kind of my food for thought for today. Um, And if you would like to uh, read the caption on Instagram, um, that was posted today. Today is uh, March 4th. It's Wednesday. So go ahead and check that out. Um, A lot of really great conversation is to be had in the comment section as well. Um, Some people talking about how they did this with their own dogs and how it was really beneficial. Um, So I would definitely recommend uh, going and hopping into the comment section there. Also, for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm sorry I'm so sniffly. I'm still trying to get over this cold that I've had for a couple of weeks now. Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Hopefully, that gave you a little bit more to think about. Uh, If you would like to find us on Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle is canineperformance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube under the same name. And if you've been listening to these podcast episodes and you have gotten a little nugget of information, uh, perhaps you want to see more information or, you know, want something to be done differently. If you could leave us a review, that really helps a lot. Um, But besides that, see you guys in the next one.